Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. A little over two years ago, and 57 episodes ago, Aggie Growth Hacks dropped. We dropped in March of 2020. That was right as COVID was gripping the world. Oh my gosh, how much our lives, our businesses, and our world have changed since that time. But over the last 57 episodes, we've heard some amazing stories about entrepreneurs and their grit, their determination, their resilience, their smarts, and quite frankly, that it is humbling, it's amazing, and it's energizing to hear what Aggie entrepreneurs do and how they lead their companies. Well, this marks the end of season four, and Chris and I wanted to give you a look back at this past season and our top takeaways from this season, and then give you a little sneak peek of what's coming up in season five. So Chris, let's pass it back, and how about you tell me your number one takeaway from season four's guests? Well, first, I mean, this is so cool that we're sitting here. What, what did you say? Episode 57, right? Yeah. Uh, or is it 58? Something like that. I don't know. It's I, I get lost and everything. But wow. Can you believe that we're ending up season four at this point? I mean, it's just to me, that's just mind boggling, right? <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And honestly, this season has been the coolest one yet. We have had some major majorly successful Aggie entrepreneurs that have been on here that, like you said, this has been a very humbling season. I've learned a lot. Um, and, and it's just really cool to be sitting here at the end of the season. I can't even believe it is the end of the season, but, um, I would, you know, as I listened back to all of the episodes, the, the, the main thing that really stuck out to me was people processes and getting up early. Those three things really just, I mean, you know, so people, every, every single successful entrepreneur said it was when I got out of doing all of the work and I had other people do, Yep, that's when my business started skyrocketing, right? So I think that's been an overarching theme between all, all four seasons, honestly, has been mm -hmm. that every single successful Aggie entrepreneur has said, Hey, when I stopped doing the work and I, and I hired someone to do that work, or I had hired someone to take over for operations, you know, I think that was kind of the, the, the big piece there that, that really propelled the company and getting the right people in the right seats. Well, if as we talk through this and, and from your experience as an entrepreneur, I mean, we've heard that over and over and over mm -hmm. again. So mm -hmm. to me, it's like, well, that's a light bulb, should be a light yeah. bulb moment to be able yeah. to do that. But but Chris, I know you've, you shared in your story, entrepreneur story, that it's hard to do that. Yeah. So, so wh why isn't it easy? Why isn't it okay? I am not good in sales, so I need to find somebody else. I mean, what what is holding entrepreneurs back from, from your perspective from, well, I think for, for me, from my perspective, you know, the things that, that hold me back is myself, right? I want to be in control. I want to 
be doing all of those things, even if I suck at them. I mean, and that's, that's, and that's hard to tell yourself that you're bad at doing certain things, right? It's hard to, Mm -hmm. to, to swallow that pill that, Hey, I'm not good at sales or, Hey, I'm not good at accounting. Right. I mean, that's, that's what we heard, um, with rainy night, right? She was told by her business coach, Hey, you suck at accounting, right? You need to hire someone for that. <laughs> and she didn't love doing it anyway. So she's like, great, let me get rid yeah, of it. Right. You know, so, I mean, sometimes it takes an outside force to force you to do that. Um, you know, so it's hard. I mean, to answer your question, it's, it's super hard for any entrepreneur to say, I can't do that because we're, it's ingrained in us that we can do everything. Mm-hmm. We can do it all. That's why we are an entrepreneur. That's why we're doing what we do. We can do every single bit of the business. But the problem yeah. is that when we do everything in the business, the business relies on us, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyways, that's one of my biggest takeaways there for the entire season. Yeah. About you? Well, and, and I think that that my number one is very, very similar to that and is know where to focus. Know, know where, what seat is best for you. And, and a lot of entrepreneurs, they think, well, I'm the founder, I'm the CEO, yeah. I've got to, I've got to know everything. And, and yeah, the buck stops with you, Bubba. Yeah. And so you do have to know everything, but you, you need to put the right people in, and you need to know where to focus for you. You mm-hmm. know, we, we ha- talked about, um, in conjunction with that, having not only the right people, but having the right culture within that. I mean, remember when Chris Valletta talked about he wanted an entire company, uh, mm-hmm. what did he call them? Rope, rope holders or rope pullers. Yeah, right. and, and those are the people that if you're dangling over the side of a cliff and you've got someone else that's that's on the other end of that rope. You want someone who is dedicated and passionate and is committed to that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the strongest person, yeah. but it's having that right culture of building the team of, of being able to, you know, we, we both love EOS and being able to say, okay, we know where our BHAG, our 10 year strategic vision is. And then we've got the team in place that has the right accountability, the right capabilities and the right um, freedom to be able to actually execute on that. So I, th- I think that, that, that just hearing that over and over from other Aggie entrepreneurs has been been super critical. So, okay, let's let's talk about your last one, the getting up early, because uh, I am. I mean, both of us are in the military. We're former military. Yep. Both of us yep. are used to getting up early. That is not what that that's not my passion right now. So, what what did you learn, and why do you say that? Well, I said that because, you know, two out of the, the, you know, 15 people that we interviewed said that they get up early. And we've heard this from other Aggie entrepreneurs as well, that getting up early, getting the stuff done, the most important things done at the start of the day, when you're the freshest, when, when, and most importantly, when you're not being pulled in a hundred different directions, right? Us, Ag, us entrepreneurs, I almost said us Aggie entrepreneurs, but this is everyone, Right we get pulled in a lot of directions every single day. Right. And I said this in, in the episode with, um, uh, rainy night is, is that, you know, if, if you, um, get done, get your stuff done. If you, if you set aside two hours every single day, right. If you get up two hours before Mm -hmm. work time. So for me, that's, that's a a. 6am, right. Two hours a day times five days a week, that is 10 hours of solid, committed, focused time to get your most important things done, 
right? That can propel any business forward, I think, in my mind. So I, I, I like, um, I, it, that really stuck out to me, I guess, is really where I'm going at on that is, is that it stuck out to me and it's something that I do anyways. Uh, and, and always have, I like getting to work early and it used to be at, for me actually getting into the office early. Now I just get up and walk into my home office here now and, and, and start getting stuff done, you know, while the kids are getting ready for school. So, um, and, and drink that coffee, get these, to get the really important things done. So yep. that's, that's, that's what I think, you know, and I mean, and there, there's a very few amount of them that said that, but that stuck out to me really. Yep. Well, the, the last thing that, that really stuck out to me through the, throughout the, the entire thread of not only this season, quite frankly, for the last 57 episodes, but it's remembering why you're in business and bringing value to everyone, bringing value to your customers, value your suppliers, bringing value to your employees, the people that yeah. you're leading. Yeah. And, you know, the, the number one example of this was Dale Brisby, where we mm -hmm. talked about producing 82 pieces of content every single day. 82. And, and, and that's insane. But, but the reason for that was because he wanted to bring value. Now, in his world, you know, in that part of content, it delivering the content, it's making someone laugh, educating them mm -hmm. on what the heck a rancher does, yeah. you know. But then we also talked with uh, with Austin Manis and Harvest Returns, and and Chris, I haven't even shared this with you, but uh, Austin and I were texting back and forth today, and since that episode drops, he's actually had a couple investors come onto the platform and to wow. be able to grow. Great the platform him. because of this podcast. And to me, that just, I mean, I told him that makes my heart smile so much yeah. because it is all about connecting other Aggie entrepreneurs right. and the value that Austin and, and his CEO, Chris, develop in that really unique space of ag tech is, is super, super cool. I mean, think, but, but I also think about, you know, Justin back with specialty fleet. I mean, mm -hmm. to remember the courage that he had in order to lay out that much cash for inventory yep. and Rainy Knight yep. talked about yep. having to lay out cash for inventory and making those strategic risks. Well, they did that because they wanted to invest in the value that they were going to be able to provide the suppliers. Now, obviously, if, you, if you're an entrepreneur, the value that you give, it has to be more than the price that you that you get. Yes. And that's not that's not to say that your price needs to be low. It's to say that you have to have more value because if you set your price at, you know, $10,000 an hour, but you give value of $12,000 an hour, then everybody is going to, you know, pay that time and time again because you are bringing value and as entrepreneurs, uh, I feel that that a lot of times we get stuck into the minutia of doing whatever we do, whether, whether that be, you know, in, in my world, helping an entrepreneur through the path of expansion with or without credit, um, for your world, Chris is to be able to define a marketing plan to be able to attract more customers. And in the day to day of doing what we do, we, we, it's easy to forget about, okay, how am I bringing value? How am I maximizing what it is? Because if we don't do that, we're just commodities. And, and I know that that's something that the, you preach. I mean, your world is all about value bringing and branding and how do you set yourself yeah. apart? Right. But, but time and again, you know, I mean, 
Tracy's Custom Homes. We've got Tech Bundle. We've got Lindsay Haired Interior Design. I, I, every single one of them said, we have to bring value to our customers yeah. because it's by our customers that we're able to be Aggie 100 fast growing and that we're here to sustain. Right, right. And that's, that is so important, right? I mean, and, you know, and, and Dale, I mean, look at him, right? So Dale Brisby, uh, you know, his value that he's giving is entertainment, right? But, but really that, that also got him that deal with, with Netflix. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just by simply doing what he liked to do. <laughs> he liked to joke around and, and create little videos about that. You know, and, th and that that got him a TV show, but ultimately he's helping people to understand that that the cowboy life, right, is a little bit different than what everyone thinks it is. You know, mm -hmm. so, um, but it is that value that everyone is bringing to the table for sure. You know, um, the other thing that stuck out to me is really the processes. You know, um, mm -hmm. getting your processes down really has helped tremendously with tons of, tons of companies, right. And not just get your processes down, but, but knowing what your process is and then making it better, right. James Benham talked about mm -hmm. this on his two second lane is try to make something better, you know, every single day by two seconds, you know, and that's, that's, that's really super powerful to do in any business and, and to be able to take something and make it better by, by just a little bit every single day and to make that mm -hmm. the goal for the mm -hmm. entire company that, and if it's coming from the top down, right, then, then that makes the most sense for that entire company. Yeah. Well, we have had such an amazing season four. We've had such an amazing ride from the beginning. Um, yeah. Chris, I'm, I, I'd, I'd want to kind of kind of pivot a little bit and let's talk a little bit about season five. So uh, as we've done historically, we've taken a little bit of a break between each season um, and I, we wanted to be able to kind of share with you what we've got coming up with season five. So I hope that, that if you're not subscribed to Aggie Growth Hacks, that, that you subscribe now, but also mark on your calendar Tuesday, August the 2nd. Tuesday, August the 2nd is when season five is going to drop. And we have got such an amazing lineup already recorded and over the next couple months continuing to record other Aggie entrepreneurs and sharing their stories. We are super stoked that there, there's been such a such good feedback from you, our listeners, that we are going to start doing weekly episodes. So instead of having 14, 14 or 15 amazing Aggie entrepreneurs, in season five, we're going to have 26 Aggie entrepreneurs. And we're going to be kicking it off by diving in a little bit more with Chris and I and just kind of exploring, okay, why in the world did we start Aggie Growth Hacks? You know, how come it is that, that we wanted to be able to have a platform to connect, highlight, and, and sponsor other Aggie entrepreneurs to be able to help you grow? You know, we're going to be talking with Aggie 100 winners. We're going to be talking about uh, Aggie veteran entrepreneurs. We're going to be talking with Ags that are in all over the country in a bunch of different industries. And it's all about connecting you and other Aggie entrepreneurs together to be able to highlight and, and to focus them. We're actually even going to be talking with an Aggie that 
runs a venture capital firm. So to be able to, to say, okay, for, for those ags that are looking to take the next step to the next level, it's it's all about that. So Chris, I know that that you and I have been working on season five long and hard. You know, I'm pretty pretty excited to to share that with them. Um, what what's the biggest thing that you're probably most excited about for season five? Well I think that just going to simply from a, a dropping from every other week to weekly episodes is huge. We're, we're talking with double the amount of entrepreneurs. I'm excited about that because I get to learn from <laughs> double the amount of entrepreneurs, right? Of successful yeah. Aggie entrepreneurs and to really figure out what, what are those little growth hacks? What are those little things that, that create those big opportunities, those big changes in your organization? Um, I, that's what I'm really most you know looking forward to is just we're doubling, man. We're doubling yep. it all up. Yep. So, so are you you courageous enough to put it over under on how many of them take blocking and tackling is their <laughs> is their hack? <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be pretty high. Yeah, I, I won't put you on the spot though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to say probably about fifty percent of them. At, at least fifty percent of them are going to say blocking and tackling or some version of something around around blocking and tackling their time to create those, those good opportunities for themselves. Yeah. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode, the final episode of season four of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you connect with us at Aggie Growth Hacks, that you connect with Chris and I personally on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're you're on the interwebs. While you're there, we also hope you check out AggieGrowthHacks.com where you'll be able to listen to the previous 57 episodes as well as some of the other great content that we have. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, join us next season when we connect with a lot of great Aggie entrepreneurs and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig them. <laughs>